next on 103.3 FM. Welcome to the third season of the Jay Bright Show. Man, that intro was lit. That's the homie Lakeisha, Lakey Day, with the pipes. <laughs> Special shout out for her for doing that for your boy. Now, welcome back. Man, it's been a long time since I was on this mic, so it's a pleasure to be back dropping some sports bombs on y'all. There's so much to get into. This week itself has been so crazy in sports, so let's get into it. NBA free agency kicked off last night at midnight, and there's so many stories this year from Kevin Durant to Dwayne Wade, and what exactly will the Dallas Mavericks do? So let's start with Kevin Durant. Uh, He has meetings set up with multiple teams, multiple big teams, big name teams, uh, big market teams, but there's no, to me, there's no way that he's going to leave OKC. I just can't see it. I mean, he he was starting Thunderstruck, and what? I can't watch that movie anymore if he leaves OKC. It's a terrible movie, by the way. Uh, But but to me, if he left OKC, that'd just be a sucker move. Uh, I don't see Durant doing that. And you have Russell Westbrook there. You have a good coach, Billy Donovan, there. I I didn't like him at first, but he's a pretty good X's and O's coach. And OKC just gives him the best chance at winning a championship uh, with a team and it wouldn't look like hey I'm running to another team to win a championship I, I don't I don't think Kevin Durant really cares what anybody else thinks but he would be silly to leave OKC after they were just one game away from making it to the finals and a team that matched up better with Cleveland than Golden State did I think and would have probably I don't know you can't say they would win it but they would have had a good chance at winning the finals last year had they closed out okay uh, had they closed out golden state after going up 3-1 um so that just leaves another team that he could sign with in golden state but i can't see him doing that like he he seemed like he was real buddy buddy with steph curry and clay thompson and that would just be really deadly they would have steph at least for one season they would have steph clay durant draymond and it doesn't even matter who else you have because that four I think could possibly win 82 games and not lose a game but I just can't see him joining the team that just knocked him out of the playoffs Durant ain't wired that way uh he's a competitor you know he I, I think what he should do this is what I think he should do I don't know if he is but he should sign on for one year 
to match Westbrook because Westbrook is a free agent after next year. He has one year left on his contract, and and then they'll just decide what to do next year. Uh, Westbrook can go; they can go their separate ways. If it doesn't work out again, they could go team up somewhere else or whatever they wanted to do. But it just doesn't make sense for him to sign a long-term deal when you see guys like LeBron James signing one-year deal and and getting the maximum contract each year while the the cap goes up each year and and the the price for for yourself will go up each year so it doesn't make sense for these superstars to sign longer than a year i I don't see why you would do that now if you're like wes matthews or chandler parsons or somebody yes you sign long term you might you have injury issues and, and you're not a superstar then yeah you need that security but kevin durant lebron james these guys are getting the top-notch dollar each year. Somebody will pay them. So to, to sign longer than a one-year deal doesn't make sense. Plus, something about this with my brother, it, it gives you the team cap flexibility going into each year. You'll know what pieces will be put around you. Uh, you can be like, hey, uh, yeah, I might take like a couple million dollars off if you can get, you know, if you can get a... a uh, I don't know, a Dwight Howard in here or something, you know, if, if you can get a, another guy in here that can help us win, yeah, I'll take a little bit less because these guys, their contra- NBA contracts, they're not making that much from it uh, compared to what they're making in their endorsement deals and outside deals uh, I think that this is LeBron's this is probably his second third highest check that he's getting is his NBA contract with all the other stuff he's doing, so I think that he should sign one year with OKC, see what happens, and give it one more go. That just, that would make sense to me. Now, on to Dwayne Wade. (laughs) He made headlines this week when he confirmed that he isn't close to signing a deal in Miami and that he was fielding offers from other teams because Miami don't want to max him. So what was interesting is that the two teams that he reached out to were the Spurs and the Mavs. Why D-Wade trying to come to Texas? Why are you trying to give hope to the only two teams to beat him in the finals in the last five years? Is is D-Wade trolling us? Is he trolling the DFW? Is, is D-Wade that evil? And is he just trying to do this to give us that false hope? Because I was running with it yesterday, and I caught a lot of criticism on Twitter because uh, I said that the Mavs should at least see if this is for real. Like, If it's for real, I would most definitely throw a max deal at D-Wade if I was Dallas. That's what I would do. He would be great here. But but this is all speculation. Uh, people went crazy at the idea that D-Wade could even be here. Uh, they, they were hating, man. There was a lot of hate towards my Twitter the other day. And it just makes me wonder, why is this hate so strong for D-Wade? The, the only examples I could think of is the butt whooping that he laid on the Mavs in 2006. I'm a Mavs fan, and I, I say it. Yeah, he laid a butt whooping on the Mavs in 2006. And maybe it was the, the infamous fake coffin him and LeBron did <laughs> that they did uh, after uh, in the 2011 finals, making fun of Dirk's illness, you know? I don't know. In 2006... The, the Heat didn't deserve to win that finals. Uh, as a Mavs fan, I say that. And and they won it due to help from the refs. That's that's not uh, that that's common knowledge that they they had some help. But it, D Wade 
simply was just driving to the basket and feeding into that ref's quick whistle. Like he he saw what they were doing and he was smart enough to to say, "Oh, I'm going to keep driving to the basket. I keep getting to the line." And people just hated him for that. I, I mean, I could see hate him for his basketball skills, but that's the only reason. I don't see why the hate is still so strong. Like, and then in 2011, all should have been forgiven because Dallas embarrassed Miami in 2011. They had their big team and they was all high and mighty and the Mavs knocked them off. And so to me, I felt like we got our revenge and all that hate for D Wade and Miami had vanished for me. I didn't feel it anymore because we won we got our vengeance and but i understand people still being butthurt about it 2006 hurt and i understand just disliking a player because maybe you just dislike him but i read an article where mark cuban had gotten over it he claimed enough time had passed since he hated Dwayne wade so he doesn't really think about it anymore but, you know, what does Mark Cuban know anyway? He's an idiot. <laughs> That's definitely going to be my favorite drop this year, uh, this season. But anyways, that takes us to the Mavs and free agency. What are they going to do? They met with Hassan Whiteside literally minutes after free agency began, and that seemed very promising because Whiteside wanted to make his decision pretty quickly. But if you haven't heard already, this morning at about 7 a.m., Hassan Whiteside chose to re-sign with Miami. And it, it was a big blow to the Mavs because that was our, our main free agent. I thought we were going to get him. I thought we were going to have a center. A center for the first time since Tyson Chandler was playing for the Mavs in 2011. But that's not going to happen. So backup plan. Uh, they're meeting with Mike Conley later today, and they were supposed to meet with Nick Batum, but he chose to go back to Charlotte. Now, I have some, some more bad news. I saw where Conley wanted to come to Dallas to specifically play with Chandler Parsons. But the Mavs have no interest in bringing Parsons back because they don't want to offer him a max contract. So I saw where Conley is trying to recruit Parsons to Memphis. I mean, they can play together in Memphis. Now, that would hurt. But I, I also saw where Portland offered Parsons a max contract and are prepared to try and package him and Dwight Howard to come there, too. Now, this just leaves the Mavs in a really tough situation. I, I don't want to max Dwight Howard. And the Mavs don't want to max Dwight Howard either. But since you lost out on Hassan Whiteside, you might want to consider that Dwight Howard would be a really good center here. And I think he could, could revitalize his career, as many do when they come to the Mavs. Playing alongside Dirk Nowitzki, he would look great. And I, I think that they should consider maxing out Dwight Howard. But if they don't, that leaves literally zero real centers because Joe Kim Noah is headed to New York and Pal Gasol seems set on San Antonio. So I don't, I don't know. That leaves the Mavs in a really tough situation. And But I'm sure that the Mavs aren't done after talking with just Whiteside and Conley because if last year's DeAndre Jordan debacle taught us anything, it's that the Mavs can't put all their eggs in one basket. Because then you would have a basket that would be too eggy. Uh, nobody likes too many eggs. Uh, they, could, they could break. And, and then you just have a yolky basket full of shells and yolk. 
And then nobody wants a yolky basket of shells and yolk. Alright, 30 seconds of rapid fire egg jokes. Go! What day do eggs hate the most? Friday. What do you call an egg taking a snooze on the job? Exhausted. <laughs> How do eggs leave the highway? By going through the exit. <laughs> what part did the egg get casted for in the movie? It was an extra. <laughs> and lastly, how do you like your eggs? How you like your eggs? Fried or fertilized? Please, Turquoise Jeep, make another album. I, I'm sorry, I gotta play that drop all the way through. Let me let me hear a little bit of that song. How you like your eggs? Fried or fertilized? The way you move your hips, girl, make me hypnotized. How you like your eggs? Fried or fertilized? Fried or fertilized? Fried or fried or fertilized? Fried or fertilized? Fried or fried or fertilized? The way you move your hips, girl, make me hypnotized. Oh snap, it's been a minute. I proudly present this next segment, which is all about the first place Texas Rangers. In the eyes of a ranger, the unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. Cause the eyes of the ranger are upon you Any wrong you do, he's gonna see When you're in Texas, look behind you Cause that's where the ranger's gonna be Let's talk about some baseball. Oh, yes. The Texas Rangers are in first place in the American League. Yes, the whole American League. They are the top team and pretty much the top team in all of baseball. Uh, the only team higher than them is the Chicago Cubs with a record of 51 and 27, while the Rangers have a record of 51 and 29. So the Rangers are tied for the most wins in major leagues, but the Cubs do have a little two game. Uh, they haven't played as many games as the Rangers, so technically they're in first. But uh, with this last couple games, they had a two game hiccup against the Yankees where they blew leads in the ninth inning, which leads us to the next thing I want to talk about the Rangers is uh, they could use a little bullpen help. Um, there's been some names shopping around. I don't know exactly who uh, we should get, but I think the Rangers just need to add a little bit of bullpen depth. I've heard some some uh, analysts talking about that, and that just seems like pretty much the only thing that the Rangers need is a little bit of back-end help, and then I think that they need to add one more piece to the front end. Uh, when you get Hugh Darvish back, when you get Kobe Lewis back, you'll have uh, three of the top pitchers in baseball in Kobe, Hamels, and Hugh Darvish. Yes, Kobe is one of the top three pitchers in baseball. He's been pitching so great this year, except the game I went to go see him. That was his only loss of the season. Don't know what happened. He's been hurt ever since, so maybe that has something to do with it, or maybe I'm just a bad luck guy. I tweeted that out the other day. Every single game I've gone to with the Rangers this year, they've lost. I'm 0-4 this year. So uh, I'm going to go to a couple more games and see if I can break that streak. And if I'm the bad luck guy, then I will not attend any more Rangers games this season. 
But uh, yeah, I think that we need to add one more starter. There's been some names uh, floating around there too. I, I don't know exactly who we should add just yet because uh, the deadline has not come yet and I don't know who it costs what or uh, how many prospects you'd have to give up for a front end starter or some bullpen help. So I think that we should still wait on that as we're in no rush. We have the top record in baseball. So uh, if you add that, then I say yes. World Series contenders, World Series champions. Uh, I could see that in the Rangers' future, and that would be amazing. So so how? why has the season been going so well uh, besides just great pitching by Colby Hamels and the, the rest of the bullpen for most of the season? I think that they're just a little tired now, but most of the season they've been pitching pretty good. So why have the Rangers been playing so well? Well, I'll tell you, folks. It's been that hitting, and it hasn't been coming from what considered our top hitter from from seasons past, which is Prince Fielder. Uh, he's coming along pretty good the last couple of games, the last month or so, and he's been playing better, but he started out horribly. It was terrible. I was calling for Prince to be benched. Uh, I, I don't believe that now. I think he can turn it around, and I see that uh, you just got to give him a chance. And he's Prince Fielder, so he's going to come out of it. So you got to keep having him in the lineup. But there's been some some other guys that have stepped up in a way that nobody could have saw this coming. So I think that so far the season's MVP has had to, it has to be Ian Desmond, the center fielder, the converted shortstop to left fielder to center fielder. And I think he's found his position. He, who's, anybody remember Delano DeShields? That, that was our guy. Where has he been? I don't even know where he is anymore. Is he in Frisco? I don't know. Is he Round Rock? Is that where he is? I don't I don't know. But uh yeah, Ian Desmond has is leading the team in batting average with 318. Um looking at some stats here, has 99 hits already. Um 162 total bases. Oh my goodness. Uh, 14 stolen bases leading the league, leading the team in that too. Uh, he's leading the team in batting average as I said on base percentage and hits so yeah the guy's been playing pretty amazing baseball this year so far uh he's got 14 homers as well um only second to Ruggie Odor for the team in home runs yes Ruggie has 15 home runs right now on pace for getting over 30 which would be amazing for the second baseman Ruggie Odor that's that may be the people's MVP because I think that he Ian Desmond should make the all-star team I think Rugnet Odor should make it as well not just from from hitting great this year and fielding great but just for punching Bautista in the face oh that was the best thing I'd ever seen in baseball that was the best thing maybe in any sport ever that I've ever seen and also I think that guys that should make it Adrian Belts Trey leading the team in RBIs with 52 of course he should make it so you should have Ian Desmond uh Adrian Beltre Rugnet Odor a guy nobody's really talking about Elvis Andrews having his best season by far this year uh it seems like he's got his swag back hitting 284 I believe 284 yes and uh just having a great season um so ian desmond elvis rugned uh beltre and of course i have to mention the left fielder right fielder nomar mazar the rookie amazing he's definitely gonna get al rookie of the year um definitely gonna get that that guy is just amazing he reminds me of a young juan gonzalez oh yes he's gonna be great 
He's untradeable, untouchable. You got to keep that guy on your team. He's been great. He was starting the season. He was betting like almost 400. Now he's dropped down a little bit, but he's still great. The big chill is what they call him. Now, another guy that should get consideration, but he didn't play enough games, I don't think, yet to warrant uh, all-star consideration. But if he had been playing the whole season, he would definitely be an all-star, and that's Jerickson Profar, who's finally living up to the hype. Oh, yes, people were already ready to label him Roddy B of baseball. Mm, Roddy B. I miss Roddy B. <laughs> Free Roddy B. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, Jerickson Profar has been playing great this season. Uh, he's great. Sinchu Chu has been playing great. Uh, he probably won't get it either because he was hurt for some time. Um, that could hamper him. Uh, Mitch Moreland, <laughs> he hasn't been playing that great. So, yeah, not him. And then, so all those guys, so what did I say? Uh, Desmond, Mazzara, Beltre, Andrews, Odor, and um, now let's go to the pitching staff. I believe Cole Hamels should definitely make it. No question. That guy's lights out. Hamels and Kobe Lewis this year for what he's done. And possibly throw in some, some relievers. Uh, Deakman's been pitching good. I don't know if he's going to get in. Sam Dyson, uh, other than his hiccup the last couple games, he's been pitching good. Matt Bush has been pitching good. You can't pitching well whatever you can't really put him in there so maybe sam dyson makes it from the bullpen i don't know but uh yes so there you have it that's about seven or eight all-stars that the rangers should have just like how the royals last year had their whole team basically in the all-star game i think the best record in in the in the al and probably will be in the major leagues i think the rangers should have as many all-stars as they can get All right, let's go to the next segment. Actually, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, I will have more sports for you when we get back right after this commercial break. He's an idiot. After a 112-year absence, the thrilling game of golf returns to the Olympics this year in Rio. Every year I watch the Olympics and I watch the runners and the swimmers. And I thought to myself, These sports are so boring to watch. You watch for like a minute and then the race is over. Then I was like, you know what the committee needs to add this year? Spice things up a little bit. Add some golf. Bring some life back into the Olympics. 60 players will compete over four days in individual stroke play competition. I was like, if gymnastics is a sport and that thing where they spin around in those bars is a sport, Heck, golf should be in there too. But you know what they need to add? They need to add NASCAR. Now that's a sport. Those are the real athletes right there. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Some pro golfers pulled out of the tournament due to the Zika virus in Rio. Pro golfer Rodney T-Shot did not. Yeah, man, I just wanted to go represent my country, you know. It's, it's, It's the Olympics, you know. I never won a major tournament or any tournament, actually, so. When they asked me to to rep for the U.S., man, I jumped on that. I thought, hey, as long as there's no crazy disease over there that I can catch and bring back to the United States, then I'm all in. Uh, Rodney, there is a disease over there, uh, the Zika virus. Uh, You you get it from mosquitoes. It's actually spreading pretty fast. (laughs) The Zika virus? What the is the Zika virus? Didn't nobody tell me the Zika virus was over there. Y'all knew about this? 
Did, did y'all know about this? Y'all ain't gonna tell me the Zika virus is over there? Y'all got me going over there to play Zika golf, huh? Yeah, I'm playing Zika golf now. Okay. Oh, no, no, I ain't going. Nuh-uh, I ain't going. Uh, it's, it's too late to pull out, Rodney. Uh, you have to go. You have to represent for the United States. Nah, man, nah, I ain't repping nothing. Nah, the United States can kiss my black The 2016 Olympics in Rio. Put on for your country, but make sure you wear plenty of off. Welcome back to the Jay Bright Show, and oh yes, I'm in the mood for a little football talk. No, not that football, real football. U.S. men's soccer, baby! Okay, it's not real football yet here in the States. And until CTE spreads to the NFL like the Zika virus, then football will remain football and football will remain soccer. What? The U.S. men's national team had a great showing at the special edition of Copa America. Since this year was the 100-year anniversary, there was a special tourney here in the States and America did pretty well. Actually made it to the semis, but lost to the great Messi in Argentina. Now, speaking of Messi, I wonder if he gets the same treatment as Romo. Uh, Messi has yet to win a major title with his national team, Argentina. Now, granted, Messi is probably a little bit better than Romo at his sport. And uh, seeing as how Messi uh, never won a ship for Argentina, a major title in any way, and Romo never won for the Cowboys, that comparison makes a little sense. But Messi has won so much for Barcelona that the notion that Messi is a choke artist is sort of invalid. Uh, Maybe Argentina is just cursed. Uh, Well, we'll never know, as Messi said after this Copa America, that he's retiring from Argentina football and will just be focused on Barcelona from here on out. Anyways, the U.S. men's gave it a valiant effort in the Copa, and it seems that the potential to compete with the top teams, it's right there. Uh, In a couple of years, maybe a couple of World Cups, we will definitely be in the mix to win this whole thing. And Klinsman, I trust. And old man man Jermaine Jones, I trust. And he had a great tournament along with Bobby Wood, uh, Brooks, Dempsey, uh, the rest of the U.S. cast. Uh, They're on the rise. The land of the free and home of the brave. America! So I've been away for a while and so much has happened. So real quick, I'm going to recap some key things that I thought were important real fast. Well, not real fast, but just a bunch of segments in a row. All right, let's go. The NBA draft class was pretty weak to me. Ben Simmons is a taller version of Ricky Rubio and is is more Lamar Odom than LeBron James. If Brandon Ingram can gain some weight, he could be decent. And Dunn seems to be poised to win rookie of the year easily as he's the only one that seems prepared for the 
the jump to the NBA game. Now, the best players in this draft were taken in the second round or undrafted. Kay Felder out of Oakland has all the tools to be successful and will thrive in Cleveland backing up Uncle Drew. Remember that name. Now, Ezekiel Elliott and Jalen Smith highlighted the Dallas Cowboys draft a couple, a couple months back, and those guys should be future Ring of Honor candidates. Zeke will win Rookie of the Year this year and make the Pro Bowl and possibly lead the league in rushing. Jalen Smith will play this season. Yes, I said he will play this season. Despite reports saying the nerve isn't firing yet in his knee, I have faith that something great will happen and he'll play at the end of the season. And that'll be needed as Rolando McClain, the knucklehead of all knuckleheads, ruined his chances in the NFL by getting suspended 10 games for violating the drug policy. Come on, bruh. You had one job. Just don't do drugs during the season. I honestly think that the Cowboys will just cut him at this point. He'd probably be out of shape by week 11 anyways and be of no help to this team. So get him out of here. Moving back to basketball, the Olympics, as you know, are kicking off next month and the Olympic basketball team looks like they should win gold. This team is this. Kyrie Irving, Kyle Lowry, Klay Thompson, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Harrison Barnes, DeMarcus Cousins, and DeAndre Jordan. Solid squad, and they should win it all easily. And lastly, LeBron James was wildin' after Cleveland won the NBA Finals over the Warriors. At his parade, he was lit, and he had a good time giving his speech in Cleveland. Now, if you haven't heard that, go check it out. It's about 15 minutes long, so I won't play it here, but go check that out if you have. He was trolling everyone also when he posted a picture with the Kermit drinking tea on his hat on Instagram and said it was a message to his haters. Now him and CP3 and Dwayne Wade are chilling on that banana boat and shenanigans and then just enjoying the offseason. Now Bron Bron, he is on top of the world right now and he's basking in all of his glory. So I don't blame him one bit for throwing it in the face of his haters. He deserves to do anything he wants to do after all the criticism he received he's a top five player all time no doubt now no doubt about it top five all time lebron james all right, y'all, it's been fun, and I got to go in a little bit. But before I go, I just had to share some of my favorite things at the moment. In a new segment I like to call my favorite things at the moment. Silver white winters that melt into springs These are a few of my favorite things When the dog bites, when the bee stings When I'm feeling sad I simply remember my favorite things And then I don't feel so Alright, so my favorite TV show right now, I'd have to say it's Silicon Valley. Oh yes, that is a great show. It's on HBO right now, and the show is about a couple tech nerds that are starting up a company in Silicon Valley, and without giving too much of it away, that's pretty much the premise of the show, and it's literally one of the funniest shows that I've ever seen. Yeah, it might be the funniest show I've ever seen. Uh, No spoilers if you're listening, though, because I'm almost done with season three, which will make me all the way caught up. Yes, all the way up. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I, I literally have watched probably all three seasons in about a week and a half. Yeah, I have a I have a binging problem. Uh, Also, uh, another great show that uh, just wrapped up, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know a lot of people watch Game of Thrones. Um, 
I did too this last season. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I've only seen all the way through this past season, uh, season one, and most of season two, I believe. I might have seen all of season two too. But yeah, that was it. I missed all the, the seasons in the middle. So uh, yeah, sorry to let y'all down with that one. But hey, I feel like I picked a good season to watch all the way through. This Game of Thrones was great this season. Now, I won't spoil it for y'all because this is a spoiler-free zone. But hey, go check out Game of Thrones if you haven't watched it. And lastly, my uh, favorite game is FIFA 16. Yeah, soccer, real football. <laughs> uh, FIFA 17 is coming out in a couple months, but uh, till then, I'm literally addicted and stuck on fifa 16 i have a problem uh the that's to me is the best game on the market right now it's really fun uh it's really realistic but it's also super tough so it's really realistic in that aspect too because it's tough to score uh i'm still on world class when i play the computer but hopefully coming up soon i will be able to take my game to the next level and play on legendary i think i might give that a shot either today or next couple days i think i'm ready so, yeah, that's my favorite game right now. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's it. No, 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 wait. Real quick, I must tell all with ears. Oh, yes, Kristen Press, a.k.a. the hottest soccer player ever, a.k.a. my future third baby mama, will be in ESPN's The Body Issue coming out this month. Oh, man, dreams do come true, people. God is good. Kristen Press, oh, I definitely will be grabbing a copy of that. And with that in mind, I feel like I should share with y'all my top five celeb girls right now. Oh yes, these are my favorite girls in no order right here. Okay, Kristen Press, obviously. Uh, Tanaje, singer. I've been, oh, I've been following her since her YouTube days. Oh, she's magnificent. Been riding since day one. Uh, let's go with uh, uh, Christina Vidal. Yes, uh, if y'all forgot who she was, that's the girl from the hit Nickelodeon show from the early 2000s, Taina. Yes, uh, that was my first celeb crush of all time, so she will always make the top five list. Uh, coming in, uh, I think, what is this for? Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yes, Zoe Kravitz, daughter of Lisa Bonet and Lenny Kravitz. Yes, she is perfection. Uh, yeah, so she she makes that top five. And lastly, in the top five, no order, of course. Uh, here we go. Aisha Curry. <laughs> I'm just playing. I hate Aisha Curry. I, I hate her more than than Dallas fans hate Dwayne Wade. That's that's how much I hate Aisha Curry. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so hey, you may say that my girls are B-listers. You may say that my girls are C-listers. You may even say some of them don't even deserve to be on a list. And I say to you that I believe that they are attainable. Yes, I, I don't dream of, of girls that, that I possibly couldn't get once I reach stardom. You know, I feel like once I reach stardom, I could possibly get these women. Uh, while you dream of the Kardashians... And, and the Beyonce's, these, these women that you can never get. Uh, I, I fantasize about women that I could actually have a shot with. You know, that's, that's what dreams are all about. You know? <laughs> so breaking news real quick, Chandler Parsons 
has signed with the Memphis Grizzlies. The Mavs didn't want to max him. The Grizzlies maxed him. So now Chandler Parsons is gone to the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm about to get out of here. That's enough foolishness for the day. Hope y'all were entertained. So I will see y'all next week with more sports and more entertaining segments. All right, man. It's been real. All right. Peace. The time has come for me to go. I've had so much fun entertaining y'all. Till the next time or maybe the next show, I'll see you when I see you. I holla. Tell your friends about me.